0: Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to, well, I'll be honest, a very surprising episode of Swings and Mishes. I'm your co-host and producer, Jeremy Taché, joined by the man behind the name of the podcast, Craig Mish, who this morning broke the news that Derek Jeter would be leaving the Miami Marlins effective immediately. So, Craig, where I want to start with you, and first of all, hey, Good to see (laughs) you. Super strange circumstances. Did not expect it. What was the last time we did one? You know, I think it was like November. Oh Uh, my gosh. It's been a bit. And I don't think yes. either of us anticipated it being this long between doing podcasts. No. And maybe, maybe there was one in between that the listeners can remind us of. Uh, but it's they're asking even... a lot. People are asking to do, but but they're really I mean, has
1: there been a lot to report in the last three months? Not well, this really. is
0: been... <laughs> this is enough for all of it, I think. Uh, in that I don't think either of us expected our first episode to be about Derek no. Dieter leaving the Marlins. Um, certainly especially given the circumstances with the lockout. So Craig where well, I want to start with you is just sort of how and when did you find this information out and, and how did this morning unfold for you?
1: Sure, so there's a lot to talk about today and and I know a lot of people have a lot of questions and I know a lot of people in baseball probably listening to this too, and a lot of people in the Marlins organization as well. So I'd like to welcome everybody in <laughs> to this to this uh, to this episode and I understand that a lot of people probably have a lot of keen interest in, in what I know and what I think I know, and, and maybe even some of the things that I don't know, which obviously throughout the years, people know I'm very transparent with these. I try to share as much as I can. Obviously, there's some things that I always hold dear and will leave back. But for the most part, I'll go through more or less everything. I did not think Derek Jeter would be with uh, with the Marlins beyond this season, um, I just, I don't know. I was just sort of getting the sense maybe five, six months ago that with, with his contract coming up at the end of October, November, and sort of just like kind of adding, adding everything up, looking at the state of the Marlins where they were at, I, I just kind of felt like it was sort of an uphill battle for for him to show an extreme amount of success in the organization um, over over, a, over the five-year period. It's not to say that a lot of positive things didn't happen because they have. And it's not to say that I don't believe in the direction because I do. But the body of work for a number of different things, I, I just, I, 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 don't, I don't know what this year would have held. I'm not sure. I would have loved to see that play out. Sure. Maybe see if, if, you know, I would feel differently about it. But through the time that it was here, definitely some positive things. Uh, also some negative things, which we'll get into. As far as me knowing today, uh, I did not know. I had no idea. So, so this morning... Uh, basically, you know, unbeknownst to me, thankfully, (laughs) thankfully, people that in baseball that I trust that, that trust me, were able to confide in me that this was happening. Naturally, it caught me by surprise in the sense that today just seemed very odd, which was the 28th of February. Seemed very odd that this was happening. Now, my mind starts going in different directions in the end. Me sort of thinking, am I really that surprised? No, (laughs) but I am surprised today. So so let me let me double check, make another call. Yes, this is indeed is happening. Had a bleep. Did you know type of thing? You know, and that's when I know right away that I'm that I'm on the right track. And so, yeah, Jeremy, that was that was it. And then naturally the, the press release comes out a few minutes later. And then when a story is broken like this and no question self-serve for self-serving reasons, no doubt, this is a very big story for me to break. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, that it's not. And that, that's just kind of the, that's kind of what happened. And then for about 10, 12 hours straight, with the exception of a little, with my sports grid show and a little league practice Hmm. I, I pretty much nonstop texting, calling people on the phone, uh, baseball inside, outside the organization while everyone's focused on the lockout. Uh, here I am trying to poll ev- virtually everybody <laughs> about what they think and what they know and a lot more people willing actually to talk uh, than than I thought about this, too. So that's kind of the synopsis as to what happened on Monday.
0: Well let's get into some of that then when we talk about the the timing, obviously, given the state of baseball, given the lockout, given all of this it's it's interesting timing with Derek Jeter and you mentioned the end of that contract so so why now? why did Derek Jeter leave the organization at this moment?
1: well it, it, it I, I think it's it's probably it, it feels a little more complicated than than just the statements that were there from the Marlins principal owner, Bruce Sherman and Derek, uh, Derek did, did leave, uh, you know, at least, uh, you know, something for us to chase, something for me to chase, which essentially was saying, you know, and boy, I'm going to misquote here, but you know, something in terms of the direction that the Marlins were headed in was not the direction that he thought they were going to be in. And, and, and look, he was CEO of the team. So I, I, don't, I don't really know exactly what that meant by, by direction, I know that there have been some stories out there speculating that that part of it. And by the way, Joel Sherman, excellent guy, great guy, always reaches out to me Uh, if I need any help. I talk to him all the time. Fantastic reporter who has covered Derek. Um, You know, he he had a column in there about how this was over uh, a change in plans as far as the Marlins not spending any money coming out of the lockout. And, and again, you know me, Jeremy, by now, and everybody else does too right. in terms of other people's reporting. I have no doubt that Joel was told that, but I, I just don't believe that to be true at all. I firmly believe that the Marlins are going to spend and they're going to spend immediately after mm. the lockout and they're going to sign players. Who they sign, how much they spend, I don't know. Um, this, is, this has been months of not knowing anything, but I am certain that that's going to happen. And the other thing that I would tell you, is, boy I, I hate to get really specific with trades but there are still a couple of big trades out there that you would not care if the Marlins spent another cent that they had an opportunity to make right before the deadline mm. that they did not make which opens up another story which we will tell but essentially uh, that you know those trades or at least one of those trades would make you say okay this was an offseason this was a good deal that's that's kind of that 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 kind of starts it now uh you know Derek's contract was up and it was going to be up at the end of the season, um, you know, without getting into specifics, because I don't really don't know exact specifics. I think Derek wanted some clarity mm. um, and and Derek, Derek Jeter, who is arguably the most popular player still in Major League Baseball, uh, celebrity status, somebody who I have tremendous amount of respect for a player as a player um, you know, an executive, he's always treated me very nice, um, probably doesn't feel like he needs an explanation as to whether or not he's going to be extended or what his status is going to be with the team. Mm. Um, and, and, and then not having clarity there, uh, my guess, um, you know, very uncomfortable situation between he and the, and the ownership. Um, don't believe that ownership at this very moment was willing uh, perhaps to commit to some of the things that he wanted. I'm not exactly sure what those were. Um, but uh, at that point, it was Derek's decision that it would be best that he left the organization. So uh, I wish he would have stayed. I wish I wish he would have just you know seen this year through, see what happens. But you know, he's Derek Jeter, hmm. and you know, and I'm not. <laughs> and, and and when you have that kind of status, and you're a celebrity, and you're one of the the best you know players in the history of the game, you can call shots like nobody like nobody else. And and in, and in my estimation, that's how it went, that's how it went down, basically. Derek, Derek, you know, maybe asking or wanting some clarity on 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 where he's going to be, how things are going to be in the future, um, not hearing the answers that he wanted, and then deciding to pack up and and leave Lone Depot Park and and no hmm. longer be the CEO. But uh, you know, certainly he was paid five million dollars for every year that he did the job, and his ownership stake. I believe he uh, he gave that uh, you know, he, got, he got his money back for the ownership stake, so he's no longer. A, uh, a part owner of the Marlins. So um, this is uh, to me. And, and by the way, there, I know there's been other speculation about he did it to, to be with the union, with the players and solidarity. Not true at all. Uh, not not the team, not spending money after the lockout. Not true at all. They're spending. It's happening. Hmm. Derek Jeter, you know, believes there are things that he that he wants and he deserves. And, and look, maybe he does. You know, maybe may, maybe the organization should have went to him. After they made the playoffs in 2020 and given him a 10 year deal for $50 million as CEO, maybe they should have, I don't know, but they did not. And this is the direction they chose to go. So who am I to say that, that it was right. It was wrong. We could certainly dissect it, but the, the notion that that Derek Jeter left the Marlins because he was not happy with the financial commitment. Maybe he's not, maybe that is the case, but it's just a false narrative. Mm. And you're gonna see Jeremy like like Nick like he talked to Nick Castellanos and oh my gosh, they would have gotten Nick. Come on, come on. I mean, the Marlins are not gonna give Nick Castellanos $200 dollars, never gonna happen. So you know did Derek convince Nick Castellanos to sign for one year and 25 million? Okay. I, I didn't hear that. So that that's that's kind of where where things are at there. I think I answered the question.
0: Yeah, certainly. Um, and to be able to sort of dive into those pinpointed things right there, right? The idea that this isn't necessarily about a financial struggle right there. It might be more of just a conversation of, hey, what's the future here for me individually as you're looking at things? And so let's look back at the past. Now that Derek Jeter is no longer the CEO of the Miami Marlins, what did he accomplish with the Miami Marlins? And and would you estimate that that he did a good job as the CEO of the Miami Marlins? I I I can't say that. I can't say that he
1: did I can't say that he did a great job because the team essentially only won for two and a half months out of the mm-hmm. four plus years that he was here on the field. I do think that the farm system to a degree was rebuilt to the point where it gave them the correct amount of assets to Trade for those players um, they they built uh, you know a wonderful place in the Dominican Republic, which I think he's got to get a ton of credit for. I mm-hmm. think that that's that's without a doubt. Um, he was you know very well respected his employees liked him tremendously while he was here. no question all about that. but back to the baseball side you know the issue the issue I think that that derek that Derek had uh, here was that they were able to to get all of these prospects they were get they were able to get all of these players through the draft through trades all young players but what what they never were able to execute Jeremy were the trades of those players mm-hmm. and maybe they maybe they just didn't do it yet like maybe that's gonna happen but essentially that had to stop and this idea that that I that I think that was discussed, you know, Derek initially that they were going to build this farm system, and, la- and then Mike Hill would come out and say they're going to have layers upon layers of players. Right. It, it, it's a fallacy. It's not true. They they had they had some pitching, no question. They developed some young pitching. They really didn't develop hitting. And when push came to shove, before the lockout was over, they had several opportunities, even last year, to trade some of these young players, these young pitchers to get some hitting back. They were unable to execute those deals. They weren't able to. Now, part of that obviously goes back to Kim Ng, who is the general manager, and that is her responsibility to execute those those deals. There is no doubt that Kim, who was hired by Derek, another landmark move in all of sports for Derek to hire Kim as the general manager. But Kim had a very shaky first year as GM of the Marlins. She did, to the point where... Derek assumed a lot of the responsibility that a general manager would have. And, and I, and I don't know that Kim was able to really, you know, show who she was as a general manager. I, I, I at least I, I'm not sure that she was. Um, So Derek took that on. And and that's what I had heard that Derek took that on. So, So good by him, but, Really, essentially, you have to have a general manager as well that's able to execute some of these trades and do some of these things. And, um, you know, Derek, you know, did the um, Avicel Garcia deal, from what I understand too. Like, he, he was the one that, that, who signed him. Whether you like that deal or not, that's up to you. Uh, but I do think that part of this, that I, I think that the organization where they sort of lost their way a little bit was the inability to take the assets that they were so fortunate to have and move those assets for other assets to build the team into a winner and Mm. stop putting these like, uh, you know, trophies or whatever on the shelf, you know, like, yeah, it's great. But, but eventually you got to move them around to get something. And, uh, and, and inevitably, you know, it's Derek's decision whether to trade these players or not. There were a couple, there was at least one major deal that he vetoed. That, did, that he did not want to make, which would have brought a, you know, a really good player uh, to Miami. And, and, and maybe the idea, Jeremy, was that because uh, it, maybe the idea in the end is that what Derek believed was, let me have all these prospects. I'm going to keep all these prospects. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Bruce Sherman. I'm going to tell Bruce Sherman, I want to get Nick Castellanos for $250 million. And I'm going to keep the prospects too, you know? And I don't think that's going to work. Mm. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work here in Miami. I just don't think so. It's just not the more, I don't think anybody's going to ever get $200 million here. So um, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of the summary of, uh, of that for me. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's look, it's, it's a tough day all around for, for a lot of the employees of the Marlins for sure, because I, I know that how well Derek was liked Um you know, you know, for me personally, it's tough, too, because, you know, speaking, you know, I can kind of get the sense for their upset as well. But uh, my my lone regret probably from this whole thing is that and, and I'm probably Jeremy in the same uh, same boat as, as a lot of people in the world is that I never really got to know Derek Jeter on a <laughs> on a way that I would have wanted to. You know, like I, I, I guess I shouldn't have expected it. And I feel like just the fact that he knew who I was and the fact that I was able to pull him aside And we could have conversations like I always felt cool about that. But I go Mm -hmm. I go on the list, a long list of people in the media who who was who would say he's a pleasure to cover He's a first class individual, no question. But I never got to really break that barrier. You know, having having a. you know, more, more personal relationship there. So I, I guess that was my, my failure in the Derek Jeter.
0: (laughs) Well, I, I guess, uh, the next thing to do would be to sort of look forward when we talk about what's next now for the Marlins. And when we look at baseball ops, how might they be run differently at this point? You know, you mentioned sort of the influence that Jeter had over the organization.
1: Well, uh, you know, on on the business side, you know, D- Derek did a lot too. Let's let's you know be real there. Whether you agree or disagree with some of the successes and failures that they've had as far as trying to bring fans in and things of that nature. So Caroline O'Connor is is gonna I, w- I would guess is gonna have to take a much more significant role. She already has the most significant role in the organization, mm-hmm. basically, but gonna have to take more of more of one. Uh, with Derek being gone, at least for the time being. So, my 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 belief is the CEO, and I could be wrong here, but my belief is the CEO Jeremy is going to be a baseball person, mm-hmm. and it's going to be someone who has been in a front office and some of some kind, and it'll probably be somebody at least initially that works well with Kim Eng. so they can you know work together. I I, I don't know that maybe Kim Eng was working for the Marlins, but I, I don't know that that it, it was all really humming ever like with her as the general manager. So it would be great if that was the case that, that, that Kim could be in the interview with whoever the CEO is um, and, and maybe be a part of that conversation. Cause I think that's important too. Like, yeah. like, like Derek always talked about like this collaborative effort for and I, and I used to tweet it out like an idiot. Um, I don't, I don't now Looking back on it, I think it's a collaborative effort because I think a lot of the guys and, and girls that work for the Marlins are great people. I think they have really good ideas. I've spoken to them. But, but I, I don't know if it was as collaborative as I was as I was displaying uh, sure. through the years. So I, I don't know who that's going to be. Hopefully I'll break that one too. <laughs> but a, as of right now, no interviews as far as I know. Those will be to come. So we'll, we'll just kind of have to see in, in which direction uh, they go. And, and by the way, there's a lot of different directions. they could go with somebody established who's already previously had a role. They could go with somebody brand new. But I think overwhelmingly... The The decision will be somebody with baseball uh, front office experience on on in, in
0: some way running an organization. Well, and you mentioned that going into the lockout, the Marlins were in play to still be making moves and still to spend when you look at the responses today across the league from players, from, from management, when you see different media reactions, and then you even see the shortstop of the Marlins, Miguel Rojas react to to Derek Jeter leaving. I was wondering if you had any sort of thoughts to, to that reaction or the other reactions across the league. Yeah, I I think the, the, the funniest thing is, is that me being able to,
1: to be a burner today essentially hmm. where i'm sitting back and just reading all these comments and they're all wrong and i'm just like it's like the temptation is so there to comment <laughs> and say you're wrong you're wrong it's not right that's not true this is just hey you know personality conflict essentially you know, sure. one person wanting something one person not getting something one you know another person says okay then they go you know like like that was basically it everyone wants to make it more complicated than that Okay. So uh, back to Miguel Rojas. So, you know, I was, I was on somewhere earlier today and, and I was asked about that. And my answer was like, let me give the biggest compliment I possibly can and then just shut that thing down. So I'll do Mm -hmm. the same thing here. So, you know, I'm a big fan of Miguel Rojas. He's a leader. He's a great guy. Uh, You know, always kind to me and, and to my family and to my son but the idea that Derek Jeter is in solidarity with the players union and that's why he left the Marlins is so wrong and totally off. It has mm. absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with that. Zero zip, zilch, none. <laughs> uh, Derek is not walking away from a five million dollar a year job and the CEO of a major league baseball team because of these dudes having beef back and forth. Mm. That, that, that I, I personally don't think that has anything whatsoever to do with it. And I have not been told otherwise. Um, we, we touched on briefly the idea that the Marlins are not going to spend money. And that was part of the reasoning why. And, and that I also firmly believe to not be true. Maybe I'll be proven wrong on that. And then everyone can come at me and say, hey, you said that the Marlins were going to spend money and they didn't. Maybe so. Come at me. But also I would ask if they make a blockbuster trade, and they get a player, and that's part of what we're talking about here. Are you really concerned that they didn't spend another forty, fifty million dollars and they got a player that's arbitration eligible, et cetera? So big, big plans, I think, immediately after the uh, the trade deadline. but um I'm sorry, immediately after the lockout is over, right but, right. but but I do, but i I read I've read a lot of the comments today, but, I, I can only imagine the burners also for for Derek and whoever else reading these things going, my gosh, like maybe he knows, you read know, so
0: clueless. They don't know what they're doing. That's the way I felt today. I'm like, oh, hmm. my gosh, people have no idea really what happened here. So well, that's why people are here is to be able to find out sort of how all of this has gone down and to be able to get these behind the scenes details. I mean, that's yeah.
1: I, I tweeted out that they were willing to sign Starling Marte and Avisel yeah. Garcia. And give them both 30, 40, 50 million dollars. And then all of a sudden, immediately the the lockout hits and now they're going to spend nothing Mm. after. I mean, I I have no idea where where people are coming uh, up with this. But look, some somebody is sourcing this and and somebody's reporting. And 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 look, maybe that that proves to be true. Who knows? I personally don't. I think that the spending will continue as as soon as the the lockout is over. The Marlins are going to sign a closer marlins by the way or they need a center fielder more than anything else more than nick castellanos they gotta get a center Mm field in my opinion they gotta get a center fielder and they're gonna make more trades there are players on the marlins team right now major league team that are gonna be
0: traded so um Sorry, I can't bro. wait till we can get into that stuff. That's the stuff that I want to be having conversations yeah. about moving forward. Well, And so I would say, if, as we sort of wrap this up, and I, I think we did get sort of a, a broad grasp on, on all the different elements of this in the time that we've had, but would you say good day for the Marlins, medium day for the Marlins, bad day for the Marlins, with Derek Jeter leaving the organization? Uh, well, the, Well, the people in the organization think it's a horrible
1: day for the Marlins. The people who work for Derek Jeter, they think it's a terrible day for the Marlins. And on a personal level, I am, I cannot dispute that, especially for the people that were brought in directly by Derek Jeter. Right. Uh, I worked for the Miccosukee tribe for, I don't know, nine years, something like that. And I worked for, I I believe he's back as chairman. I worked for chairman Billy Cypress. He was in Kim Bo Camper. They were Kim Bo Camper essentially. And I worked together, but Kim was like my boss, basically. I was Mm -hmm. executive producer. I hosted the show coming up like when you were, when I, uh, you know, had a lot more hair and I was younger and, and Billy Cypress was voted out as the chairman of the Miccosukee tribe. And he was voted out. And I remember, a new chairman took over. We met with the new chairman and he's and we had a contract for like, I don't know, it was like six more months. We all I remember doing the TV show. We're like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Mm. And the time came up and the chairman said, <laughs> Mikasuki Sports Rap, thank you so much for the nine years that oh. you've been on myself, Joe Rose, Steve Goldstein, um, Allison Williams, right? Like, you know, all the names before mm-hmm. that, Julie Donaldson um put a great crew together had a lot of fun. Yeah. Why am I saying all this? <laughs> I, I don't know the future of these people. Right. I know I feel terrible mm. i I don't know they were hired by Derek Jeter. they're Derek Jeter's people so uh, yeah I they they're really good people too I look i I hope that in a year from now we're still having the same conversation and the, you know those those same people are here but you can understand how they don't think this is a great day for the Marlins Sure the guy who brought them in is gone. Uh, what do I think? Uh, I, I don't think it was a great day because I hate to see somebody gone. And I thought it was really cool to be able to cover Derek Jeter. So I can't say this was a great day. Mm. But I also don't think it was a bad day either because I know a lot of stuff a lot of people don't. Right. And I think that I've conveyed a lot of that. And I'm not really in love with the way that some of those things were going and somehow the, some of the hirings happened and, some of the, and why some trades didn't get done mm. and why some trades did get done that I didn't like all that much and why still nobody goes to these games and, and why Broward County was alienated for four years. Like there's, there's some things that I don't think that they did particularly well. So I'm in the middle. I mean, maybe that's right. not the place to be, but I don't think it was a bad day. I don't think it was a good day. It was just a day that a change was made. And I feel probably in the organization, a lot of people are a little scared and not really sure of what the future holds. But I, 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 I do know a few things about Bruce Sherman. Not a lot, but I know a few things. And Bruce wants to win. Mm. And I think that whatever that is required to happen, spending money, acquiring players, making trades, I think it's going to happen. I I, awesome. I think I think the attempt is going to be made. I don't think this is going to be a tear down situation hmm. ever. I, I I don't think so. I, I think that this guy, uh, you know, he's got a ton of money. He's got nothing to do but <laughs> own a baseball team. Very successful company. He's got other owners, by the way, involved who are involved in the organization too on a smaller level. Who are very sharp people, right? And and they all want to win. And they all want to win now. So. I mean, the, the ship, the ship is on the path, you know, right. like I, I think that this is just going to continue on. Right. Does, does there, we take a little step back here to, you know, find the CEO? Yeah, of course that, that does definitely exist. Uh, but the key is, I think that they'll probably hire somebody now, Jeremy, that's going to hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. Whereas unfortunately for Kim, I don't know that she was able to hit the ground running. It was just a you know, tough situation to be asked, come in, learn everybody. Now be the GM. Now make trades. Yeah. Now get on the phone with you know, Dave Dombrowski, go right. no, Kim, go, make a trade. Yeah. Oh, right. you know, like, gosh, I, I would be intimidated by that. Um, I'm not saying she was or not. I don't know. But it, it she sure. t- I, I think it's it's probably tough to be asked to go in and do those things and make like these blockbuster trades right away. Right. So uh, not a great day. Not a bad <laughs> day. Uh, but I, I think that no, knowing the little that I know about the uh, the ownership group, is I think that they are fully committed to winning, winning now, tired of losing prospects. Yeah, great. But, you know, want to see if this can work, want to see if fans can come to the games and and got to put out a winning product. I think that they understand that.
0: So in that sense, I think that you can count on that. I think that's all I or anybody else who's listening to this have wanted to hear is, is that exact sentiment and to know that that, that mindset is still on track despite what you know sort of reports float out there this is the place to go into and into and to know yeah, I that
1: mean, i mean i mean you have to you have to sort of think this through a little bit and i, and I guess some yep. research you you know people could do on that because bruce sherman you, you really have to dig to find a lot of stuff on him like it's there's there's not a lot really out there but he's an extremely wealthy man hmm. I I don't personally believe that Bruce Sherman is in this. And at the end of the day, perhaps like Jeffrey Loria was previously, uh, you know, it was a little bit of a different situation. I think, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that Bruce Sherman is looking going, gosh, how much money did I make today on the Marlins? How much money did I make today? I I believe like, like this guy just loves baseball. He's just like a fan. He's got a lot of money and he wants to win. I, I really do think that. But he's he. But I. But I also think that he wants to win in this market. You know, knowing right. what this market is, I mean, I. I don't. I mean, do, do people really think that Bruce Sherman was going to come in here and be Steve Cohen, like like is that? What people right. thought, like that? All of a sudden, he's just going to drop three hundred million dollars in the payroll. Um, I, I personally did not think that. So we will see. We will <laughs> see. And uh, the 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 poor Marlins organization and franchise just seems to. You know, always have some sort of, you know, drama filled year. And uh, and here we are again, Jeremy. Here it wouldn't
0: are it, it wouldn't be Miami if there wasn't a little bit of spice thrown into to everything that's going on all the time. A little a little bit of flair. Uh, Craig, this was fun. Let's do it again sometime, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tiring.
1: Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Maybe we'll have the ending to the lockout. Maybe that's 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 what it'll be.
0: That's what I'm sure hoping this this next episode will be sometime. Hopefully, very soon. Um, I an- I
1: anticipate
0: the Marlins making a
1: very big trade. I love it. That is over. I I I I really really anticipate that. I do. I feel I feel like they're going to make a really big trade. I think they're going to bring a player in that is not going to be named (laughs) like Mike Trout. So you're going to have to like take a pause. Right. And then you're going to look and go, whoa, I really like that trade. So don't get comfortable (laughs) with the guys on the roster right right now. (laughs) Don't get all that comfortable. Uh, But if they're able to, if they're able to do some of the things that they were trying to dive, held onto this so long and made promises. I can't wait to eventually. I got to just let it all out. Yep. But I've been holding onto this stuff so long. I am so hopeful, particularly on actually on both, you know, trades that they had possible. Uh, hmm. But I, I am so hopeful that they'll be able to pull one of these off. Cause these are game changing type deals, uh, painful in the prospects, obviously, but a major league player, Significantly on the roster, and I'm really hopeful, Jeremy, we get to do that because I think it's. I, I think I think unless unless something got completely kiboshed from this from this whole
0: uh, Derek thing, I right. I still think that that's the mission. Well, I certainly can't wait to see it. I know Marlins fans will be excited about it, and I think that we provided a lot of uh, really interesting information today on on how all of this went down. Thank you for explaining to the folks exactly uh, how and why the timing, your reporting, all of it. Uh, This was certainly fun for me. Good to be back in the saddle here. Um, And for those of you who are listening, maybe for the first time to Swings and Mishes, go ahead and follow us on uh, any podcast platform. And you can follow us at Swings and Mishes across social media. Craig, any last notes before we wrap up? I'll
1: do one of those spaces coming up soon for anything that I left out of this. And also, if I did leave something out that somebody wants to know, I think through the years I've done a pretty good job of answering mm-hmm. those questions. So I'm so on this podcast in particular, I'm I didn't leave anything out consciously, but if I did ask me and I will do my best to answer your question either on social media or some other media format. I feel I feel like I really didn't hold uh, <laughs> almost anything back on this, but if you if you feel that way, and you feel like, at least as a journalist, that there's something I'm I haven't covered or I'm
0: you know holding something back. Ask me, and I will do my best
1: to answer that question.
0: Yeah, ask the questions that uh, I wasn't prepared enough to ask. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy uh, enjoy your uh, rest of your week, guys, and uh, we look forward to being back on swings and missions sometime, hopefully very very soon.